We're in Hampton, Iowa to visit April Hemis, the sole operator on her family's century farm and a true farm hearth. How are you? I'm fine, how are you? Good. April Hemis was born into a farming family. And to put it simply, farming is a part of who she is. Where we are is a century farm and it was bought by my great grandfather in 1901, which they farmed it long before that, but that's when it came up for sale. It was the typical farm, we just had everything. So I've been pulling pigs and sheep since I could because I had small hands. It's just a joy to be at home on, on the farm and that I was raised on and get to raise my kids on the same farm and see their joys and experience some of the same experiences I had and um, give them a true appreciation for the land. On my trip to April's farm, which she lovingly and proudly refers to as the Empire, I arrived just as she was getting ready to head out to a nearby field with her seed dealers. Oh, so this is Empire. What? That's mine. That's mine over there. Yeah, so we've been very lucky. And all my ground, it's a thousand acres, um, about 900 tillable, and it's all within a mile and a half of my house. So, Beautiful. yeah, I'm, I'm very lucky. And I've added on to it, which is even better. Hi guys, I want you to meet Margie here. Hello. This is Justin nice to meet you. and nice to meet you. Jay. And this is Michael. No name and, test later. And these, are, <laughs> these are my Syngenerettes. Okay. So um, you guys have a drone here. Tell me like what that has added to your business, what you can do for customers like April when you bring it out here. I mean you've got fields that are almost ready to, to you know harvest. Right. And um, what are some of the things you are looking for and how you can help April? Um, I guess it's just a great tool to go out and scout with. Uh, gives our gives our customers a little bit more of a, um, a hands-on feel on on the opposite side of the field where usually they can't get to. Um, you can see it throughout the season. As Michael flew the drone around April's land, she gave us a tour from up above. Okay, what you're seeing right now is uh, one of my fields of soybeans and it is the third week of September. So they're losing leaves fast and uh, ripening up pretty good. The farm was my life and I grew up in it and I always knew I wanted to farm or be involved in agriculture. But being a girl, girls just didn't do that. But um, I, I knew Education was the way. Yeah. So the corn sex talk. This is what I love to do mm -hmm. with people from the city. So I bring them out and I say, where is, where is a good one? This one's hanging down. So I'll say, you see, here we go. So this is the boy part, the castle. Whoa, here we go. <laughs> and, bro. and it's gone, there it is. Yeah. So, the boy he part. broke off his boy part. I did. Gosh. <laughs> so, it, so it has the pollen on it. So then these tassels come out around in July. Pollen falls on these beautiful silks, which are now brown. But you know, when they first come out, it's like sweet corn, the pretty yellow or white silks. So. Well, once that pollen hits the silk, it turns brown and each one of those silks is attached to one of these kernels. 
So it's attached there and then um, that's what pollinates it and then that's what tells that little kernel to grow. Mm -hmm. So that's how, that's how corn's made. It's just the love of doing what you're doing and knowing you can't control some of the things, you know, that we have. And, and that's what, like in 93, when it was so wet or when it was so dry a few years ago in 2012, you know, it's like, how do you do it? And I said, I can't control it. Why should I fret about something I can't control? So you just try to do the best at managing, you know, what you can and let the rest come. I mean, farming is expensive. Um, this equipment is expensive, the land is, and, and um, but if you manage everything, you know, hopefully you can get over those humps and we just came off of a really good time. And what gets me up in the morning is to come out here and look at this beautiful ground. And it's just the love of the land. It sounds so trite and so trivial, but it's not, you know, it's just, it's just the love of doing what you do. April drove us around the rest of her land, stopping to point out the second largest cottonwood tree in the entire state of Iowa. Its trunk was bigger around than any tree I had ever seen before. We just inherently look at things different, you know, either from a mom's perspective or a woman's is just a different point of view, even though I'm doing exactly the same thing as the guys are doing. It's just very important, I think, to have those voices heard and to get women involved. And then now the young women, I just love talking to young women because they haven't had those, uh, you know, the gates put up in front of them like I had, the you can't do this, you're a girl. And I'm like, yeah, I can do it. I'm gonna learn something real. As the day came to a close, we made one last stop, up into the driver's seat of her huge green combine. Letting me loose to start it up and drive it around the edge of her field. Turn the key. That's it, all the way. Just like you're starting the car. Wow! Do you feel like super powerful when that thing starts up? You should. I just hope it starts. Yeah. <laughs> Hold your breath for a minute and I then do. feel super powerful. Yes. Now, are you good at backing trailers? Uh, it was incredibly exhilarating and completely empowering to drive such a huge piece of machinery. Um, right now, I am driving a combine for the first time ever, and we are getting ready to go right into this field of corn right ahead of me. April Hemis is the uh, most trusting farm her I've ever been with. Let's just okay. say that. So, so let's stop. stop, and then, ah! and then, do you see the, you're fine. Okay. Yep. Now you see that outside yellow switch? Yeah. Push it down and ahead. Down? Yep. You just started the whole combine behind us. Now the yellow switch beside it, do the same thing. You just started the cornet. Whoa. Now, they make these for farmers. Slow as the turtle, fast as the rabbit. You yeah. can go to the rabbit. What? Yep. And it'll be full bore. Some of the older men, you know, they think it's cute. These girls are out there doing their jobs now and it's, and they're starting to see, well, why does she get a truck and I don't get a truck or things like that. You know, women going out on internships and, and I said, yeah, that's out there. Chunks <laughs> like you're going slower than a turtle. Okay, this is it. Turn the key, it's off. 
that thing shuts down. Amazing, isn't it? Yep. It is amazing. Yeah. Thank you for letting me drive this. No problem. You just, I, uh, I don't know if you know this, but you just empowered me today because really? I feel like this is, yeah, this is pretty cool. And I've never done it before. I never realized how empowering my story was to other women around the world until I went there and, you know, the interpreter would tell my story and I go, you've told that. And they go, I don't care. I like this story. And they did. That was, they just went, wow, she, you can really do it. Except they told me I didn't work with my hands. And I said, yes, I do. I climb up in my tractor. I pull out my smartphone after I set my auto steer, but those are using my hands. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> my dirty hands. Yes. <laughs> April's story of agriculture is one that needs to be shared. A young woman can grow up on a farm in the middle of Iowa, go to college, even find her way to Washington, D.C. and back home again. She can raise a family, run the farm, grow it, operate any kind of machinery, work with her peers, share what she does around the world, and come back home again for harvest. A farm her can do anything she sets her mind to. Just look at April Hemis. Because she did. <laughs>